feel like whenever we do the witch stories, like Grace Sherwood and Biddy Early, and I'm like, I want to be them. Like, I want to. Yeah. I want to. That's the other thing. Both of those women, Biddy Early and Grace Sherwood, they're just doing their thing, living their life. 300 years later, we're still talking about them. And we're like, we want to be inspired by them. Yeah. Freaking love that. Yeah. It's like, what if what we are doing? I want to go. 300 years from now, people are like. Yeah. When we're like, we want to go step where they've stepped because we want to. It's just. Just experience to know they were that. real. Yes. Back then, it was even harder to just be a badass woman, yes. you know? Yes. It's not always easy now. No. You all know. Y'all know all about it. <laughs> all of you are badass women. Ant-Man. It's Ant-Man. badass woman. Ant-Man. Uh, badass man can embody the energy of a badass woman. <laughs> really? Or just badass you. <laughs> yes. That's true. We should be inclusive of all genders. I don't mean to be but- not inclusive. We're badass women, and Totes. you all can be whatever you want to be as a badass. <laughs> um, this is the Witch's Magic Murder and Mystery. And I'm Kara. I'm Megan. Hey, guys. All right. I've got one of my, I hate saying favorites. One of her one of my, types. Yeah. This, it's very like Megan story. Yes. Because it's super fascinating to me and hopefully to you. And hopefully to, that's why you're here. And to you as well. All right. <laughs> All right, so this is a mystery. Oh, yay. So I got this Patreon message from Morgan. Hey, Morgan. Hey. Hey, y'all. I recently I found... It. I know. I recently found your podcast, and I absolutely love it. Thank you. I listen to a few true crime podcasts, but sometimes you just got to break the murder up with some more upbeat mysteries and magic, you know? Yeah, we no. do know. We do know. That's why we're here. <laughs> I love hearing you guys' magic and mystery episodes, and would love to hear you all tell me about cryptids. Some are pretty cool, and less well-known ones are... Oh, crap. Aswang Banshee Cat Sith. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, <laughs> like, I'm being punished. <laughs> I just thought that. Like, oh, man, Megan loves this. <laughs> that was one. Okay. Uh-huh. Second, Bobbin Sith Beast of Bodmin Moor. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then a disappearance story you don't hear very often that is really bananas. Bryce Las Pisa. I love listening to you guys. It's like I just made two new good friends. Oh, Thanks, Morgan. Hey, Morgan. <laughs> I had another friend say that. She was like, my friend listens to the podcast and she feels like she knows you. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's like that's, that's what, what I'm I here want. for. Yeah. yeah, I want you all to feel like we're, yeah. we're buddies. I love um, cryptid stuff and yeah. we'll totally pull together an episode on those at some point. But for now... I'm so glad she reminded me of Bryce Las Pisa. Do you know that story? No. His disappearance is one of these stories I'd read about several years ago. But like she said, it's not brought up. It's not one of those that when you think of like mainstream, whatever. Yeah. You know how I'm so fascinated by the ones who just vanished. Yes. His disappearance is every bit as mysterious as Maura Murray's disappearance (gasps) to me. Only listen to this if you're ready to have another case to obsess over. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Bryce Las Pisa uh-huh. was born and raised in Illinois. He graduated from high school in 2012. So this isn't oh, like a not super old school. Yeah. And after he graduated, he and his family moved to California, which is like a huge move you yeah. know, from Illinois to yeah. California. He was also an only child, which seems like it would have made it even harder right. to Leaving move somewhere brand new. Yeah. But you don't have that built in right. like friend group. But it seemed like he adjusted to it really well. Bryce was a really talented artist, and he had a really impressive portfolio already, even at that young. And he went to Sierra College in Rockland, California, and majored in graphic and industrial design. So Bryce was, like, smart and creative. Yeah. One article described him as extremely charismatic. He was also a redhead, so we we love him. We love him for that. 
Anyway, that personality of his <laughs> anyway. Anyway, is probably what helped him adjust so easily to the right. also. Like, yeah. he didn't have any trouble making friends. Yeah. And he started making a, or started dating a girl named Kim Sly. Ooh. I know. It's one of the cooler names. So. Yeah. She should be a spy, don't you think? I would like that. Yeah. I'll be disappointed if she doesn't. Yeah. I'm just kidding, Kim. You do whatever you want. Yeah, life. Kim, you, you're you, don't, you don't have to live up to my expectations. Kim. Uh, so you just do you. <laughs> Basically, Bryce was just one of those dudes who you'd look at and be like, well, he'll be good at whatever he does. Yeah, he's got you know it together. Mean? Yeah. He was an excellent kid. His freshman year of college ended and he went back home to his parents' house. That was in Laguna, mm-hmm. Miguel. Okay. Sure. About 465 miles from Sierra College. I'm sure this is no surprise, but he had a really good relationship with his parents. Oh. And he was also taking a english class over the summer just to like get ahead just like by choice that's like my 12 year old the other day asked me if i would buy her a seventh grade math book so she could freshen up and i was like who are you i mean that makes sense it's as much as you're into math yeah yeah it's in your blood it's in yeah i love 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 math love numbers math Math and words (laughs) (laughs) so then he goes back to college his sophomore year Good for him. On the first day of classes, August 26, 2013, he called his mom and he was like, I really enjoyed the classes I took today. Okay. He called his mother. I yeah. Know. Of Guys, course he did. he's a well-rounded individual. I know. And it's not only that, he called her just to tell her how much he enjoyed his classes. Oh, gosh. I love him. Just bless Not, hey, mom, I slept in and skipped a bunch of classes. That today. was my college experience. Yeah. I loved him. I love him more and more. So yeah. his mom was like, great. He sounds happy. Everything's normal. Right. Fine. But at school, the people who saw Bryce every day were like, something's wrong. Oh, no. So he'd gotten back in Rockland for the fall semester about two weeks before school started. Mm-hmm. So they'd been around him for about two weeks. Yeah. And everyone was just like, he just seems off. Yeah. Um, his behavior was described as increasingly erratic. Oh. So here's a shocking piece of information. <laughs> Bryce had never been a bad kid. He was like a normal teenager. He wasn't like a golden perfect right. child or anything. He certainly had alcohol. He tried marijuana. He was normal. Yeah. And his parents were like, okay, we don't love it, but we're going to be realistic. Yeah. You know, um, which could be part of why they had such a good relationship. Right. Like, they're just okay. No one taught him there'd be a blue mark on his forehead for sinning. Are you kidding? (laughs) He didn't grow up in a 10 foot cage fence. That's a, that's a throwback to the acid bath murder episode. Oh, gosh. A few weeks ago. Okay. So. What was so weird about his behavior when he got back to school, yeah. apparently he started drinking hard liquor every single day, Oh, which he'd never done before. Yeah. And his friends were confused and concerned, but Bryce is like, this is no big deal. There's nothing wrong. Don't worry about it. What? So like I said, school started on August 26th, 2000, 2013. The next day, Kim, the girlfriend, mm-hmm. um, she was like, you seem Different. like extra strange yeah. right now. And she knew he'd been drinking more and more. Um, but this seemed like more than that. And finally, yeah. he was like, okay, I've also taken Vyvanse, uh-huh. which is a stimulant. It's an amphetamine-based yeah. narcotic, and it has the same kind of effect as methamphetamine. Mm-hmm. It gives you energy. I don't, know. don't ask me how I know that, but no. yeah. <laughs> it gives you energy. <laughs> I don't do it, but yeah. And you don't need sleep for like a long time. Yeah. And I hope that doesn't sound like a commercial for this drug. You know what right. else gives you energy? Coffee. Coffee. Coffee at Oak Maine. Get yourself some coffee. You know what's great? Sleep. Sleep, Sleep is so is amazing. I love naps so much. No one tells you when you're younger just how much you're going to love sleep someday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, naps are incredible. 
incredible. Uh, and Kim was like, what? Like, you're taking this drug? Yeah. So you need you're an upper it with hard liquor? You need an upper and a downer? Yeah. So it was just so unusual. And this wasn't Bryce. And, you know, Bryce didn't, he got like irritated with all the questioning. Yeah. And finally, he sent Kim he a text was irritable? message. He what? Does what? meth do that? Meth and alcohol? He sent her a text message and he's like, listen, you're better off without me. Oh, I God. broke up with her. I feel like the way I just said that makes it sound like they got in a fight and he broke up with her, no, but it he wasn't just, like that. He was just like, you know, I'm done. Right. It's more like she was worried and he was annoyed, but the breakup text was super out of nowhere and heard. he didn't give a reason. It was just a very abrupt, like, yeah. we need to break up. Yeah. Yeah. Also super weird. Yeah. Around 11 PM that same night, Bryce went to Kim's apartment. No article I read about this ever says why. Cause okay. I'm like, why did he go over there? They broke up. But maybe he went to just yeah. get stuff. I have yeah. no, no clue. All so I was like, apparently we don't know why he went there. Right. And later I'm kind of like, is there a reason that we should know that he went over there? Yeah. But I'm not, I don't know. Nobody seems to make a big deal out of it. Right. When he went to leave, Kim was really worried about him and she took his car keys and she's like, listen, just sleep, stay here, sleep. And then you yeah. can drive home, you know? And this made him mad. And like he demanded that Kim give him his keys back. And I feel like oh. I'm talking now about a whole different person yeah. than that sweet yeah. Bryce that I talked to Smart. about at the beginning. It's weird. Well-rounded individual. Yeah. Everybody has their demons. Yeah. Okay. So Kim won't give him his keys back. So Bryce calls his mom. <laughs> Kim won't give me my keys, mom. <laughs> I like, listen, Bryce, love you, but what are you doing? <laughs> Kim took my keys, mom. His mom is like, should I come get you? And he's like, no, you don't need to come get me. But he also, in that conversation, told her that he had something important to talk to her and dad about, but he didn't give any more details. Oh. So then his mom speaks to Kim on the phone. And Kim. No, Kim. Give him his keys back. Give him his keys. And Kim ends up giving Bryce the keys. Oh, Kim. Bryce. <laughs> oh, Kim. Bryce had promised his mom that he would call her when he got home. And he leaves Kim's apartment at 1130 p.m. I'm certain that Bryce's mom regrets telling Kim to give Bryce's yeah. keys. And I'm certain Kim regrets giving him giving his Because I'm like, she's not your mom. Yeah. But she's a kid. Whatever. Right. At around 1 a.m. that night, Bryce called his mom to say he'd gotten home safely. However, cell towers would later show that he was not home. Oh. He was heading further south, past Sierra College, and toward the mountains. What? 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 So the next morning... Bryce's parents get this automated message from their insurance saying that someone had made a roadside assistance request for one of their vehicles and Bryce's car was on their insurance plan. Oh. And they're like, well, we know we didn't call for anybody. Yeah. And, you know, his mom was like, Bryce is home. He called me when he got home. Yeah. Um, so they called Bryce just to see if he had car trouble or what was going on. Yeah. But when they called Bryce's apartment, his roommate was like, oh, he never came home last night. Yeah. I haven't seen him. Oh, no. So then his mom tried his cell phone. But he didn't answer. Oh, no. Right. But so, the cell phone was on and ringing? Yes. Okay. So they were able to look online to see what auto shop had helped Bryce. Like okay. when he did the roadside assistance call. Yeah. So apparently he had called roadside assistance at 9 a.m. that morning. Oh. From a small town called, this is precious, Button Willow. <gasps> I know. What? I actually put here, precious. Precious. Which was 350 miles south. Of oh, Kim's apartment. My gosh. So he must have driven all oh, night right. without stopping in order to be there at 9 a.m. Wow. Yeah. Um, his parents kept trying to call his cell phone, but he never answered. 
And his dad finally was like, well, let's call the auto shop and see what's up. So they, yeah. they called that auto shop that had responded to the assistance call. And the employee who had helped Bryce, his name was Christian. Christian said that Bryce had gotten to the Buttonwillow rest area and run out of gas. Okay. So they had delivered three gallons of gas to him around 930 in the morning. Okay. So when Christian finds out that his parents are trying to reach him and they can't reach him, he's like, listen, I'll just drive back over there and see you know, yeah. if he's still there. Which is such a nice thing right, to do. This right. hometown, I'm just like, it's named Button Willow. They're it seems so to have really nice giving people. Yeah. and kind and helpful. Precious. Christian heads over there and he's like, it's been three hours. Like it's noonish by yeah. now. And so he doesn't really Think expect yeah. Bryce to be there. But when he gets there, there's Bryce sitting in the car. Exactly where he'd been when Christian delivered gas three hours earlier. What? Just sitting there. Sitting. Yeah. And Bryce is like, Surprise. He's like, wait, wait, you're back. Yeah. Yeah. And Christian's like, okay, you need to talk to your mom. Like, here, use my phone. Oh. Call your mom. <laughs> Call your mom. I know. How cute. Christian, if you're listening, you're just precious. You're, you're just the best individual. What a good I citizen know. you are. So Bryce's mom. Somebody give him the keys <laughs> to, to the, the city. city. <laughs> um, Bryce's mom was like, okay, thank God you're okay. Yeah. Everything's fine. What's going on? But as they talked, something was wrong. Now, his voice was clear. He seemed lucid. There wasn't any sign that he was under the influence of any right. sort of alcohol or drugs uh-huh. or whatever. But when she asked what he was doing, he just didn't have an answer. And oh. he, he just wouldn't tell her much, right? Oh. So at that point, he's just three hours from his parents' home. Uh-huh. So his mom's like, you know, I'm just going to drop it right now. Let's just get him home. Right. And then we'll deal with it once he's home, which I think is a good choice. Yes. So she was like, go fill up your gas tank and we'll see you here at our house around three o'clock. Okay. And he's like, okay. He agreed to that after yep. driving 300. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, but he was driving toward them. Like right. He left Kim's apartment and headed south. Yeah. So they relax a little because they're like, he's safe. He's alive. He's on his way home. He's coming home. He'll be here in three hours. So they wait. Okay. And they wait. And they wait. And they wait. Okay. By 3.30, he's not there. Great. And it's only 30 minutes later, but like given everything that's happened. Yeah. They're freaking out. So they try calling. He doesn't answer. Of course he doesn't. No. Hours go by and there's no word from Bryce. And at that point they call the police and they're, and they report him missing. Okay. The police immediately contact Bryce's cell phone provider, which I thought was like smart. Yeah. And to ping his phone and figure out like, yeah, where are you? Right. And guess where the phone pings? Back at the apartment? Button Willow. Still sitting there. It has been 10 hours since he called roadside assistance. It's been seven hours since he talked to his mom and said he would head home. He has not even left Button Willow. What? And remember, this is just like a super tiny little yeah, town. Yeah, like, what town, is he like, doing? Why is he there? Yeah. So two deputies go out to check on him once they figure out his location. He'd gone to the gas station to fill up his gas tank, just like he told his mommy would. Right. So like, why did you go fill up your gas tank if you're not even going to Exactly. Leave? Yeah. But then instead of getting on the interstate, he just parked near the interstate. What? Like on the side of the road. So that's where the deputies find him. Okay. When they get to him, he's nice. He's cooperative. He said he's just blowing off some steam before he heads home. Hours it's been seven hours of steam. Yeah. He wasn't, again, like, just like his mom said, the deputies have the same. They're like, he's not acting weird. Like, this whole thing is weird. Yeah. But he's not acting drunk or high or there, confused. There's just a force field around right. Button Willow that he can't get out of. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't seem to be in any type of distress. Still, just in case, the deputies had him get out of the car. He did some field sobriety tests. Okay. He passed them easily. And they couldn't make him go anywhere because he's fine. Exactly. And they searched his car with his permission. He was like, yeah, go ahead. They didn't find anything suspicious. 
So at this point, they don't really have any choice but to let him go. Yeah, like he's not doing anything wrong. Yeah. He's over 18. There's nothing illegal in his car. Also, as those parents, like, as soon as the police called me back and said, we've pinged his phone to here, I would just be like, I'm going to get it. Exactly. Yeah. I, starting right here. Yeah. I start to be like, why did you not just go get him? Or call Aunt Kathy. She's going to stay at our house in case he shows up and work on a gun. Like, I hate, of course, I mean, it's easy for us to say that right now in hindsight. Right. I get that. Yeah. And I don't mean to be super, this yeah, is no, awful no, no, no. what they're yeah. dealing with. But I'm also just like, as a, just trying to understand everything. Yeah. I'm like, I, I'm just can't believe it. Yeah. Like I get it. I get it noon, not going. Cause you're talking to him. He sounds totally normal. He's like, yeah. yep. On my way home. But at three 30, when he's still sitting there. Yeah. No, no, not three 30. It's like six 30. Yeah. What, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? We know you got gas. Where are you going? <sighs> anyway, acting weird isn't illegal. I mean, you know, thank right. goodness. Yeah. So they have to let him go. But before they let him go, they're like, you need to call your mom. Okay. And he's like, I don't want to. Like, he's just real reluctant to. Oh. And that's weird, right? Like, this is, this he is He his mommy called her and told her how school was right. going. He's super close with his family. So the deputies were, like, surprised that he was yeah. reluctant to. I guess because pretty much this whole time he'd been real agreeable to whatever they right. said. Right. But then we're like, you need to call your mom. And he's like, mm, I don't want to. Yeah. They're like. Listen, she's really seriously worried about you. And right. he just still was like, I don't know. Oh. Right. So one of the deputies. I love this dude. <laughs> he took Bryce's phone himself and called Bryce's mom's mother. <gasps> oh. Because again, he's he just like, give me, give me your phone. Give me Call your mother. Oh, um, man. He told her that Bryce had passed the field sobriety test. Because you know what? That deputy's mama was probably at home making him cornbread oh, and like absolutely. all the fixes for sure and he was gonna go call home your on mother break because he loves his mama because that little town's so perfect it is perfect okay anyway, except for the force field thing yeah that's weird i don't know um <laughs> so he, he calls bryce's mom using bryce's phone and he's like bryce has passed the field sobriety tests there's nothing worrisome in his car everything seems to be okay but he doesn't want to talk to you the two deputies, they they had really taken the time to assess yeah. everything. And they know all the stuff that his mom has right. already told them yeah. about the situation. Yeah. And they felt comfortable with him being on the road, which I feel like says something. I mean. Yeah. I mean, she was like, do you think he's okay to drive? And they're like, yeah. I mean, we do. He so just isn't going to. It made her feel better. And then the deputy gave the phone to Bryce. And his mom was like, you need to get something to eat. And then get on the interstate and come home. Yeah. And he's like, Okay. And the deputies leave. Oh, my gosh. Kara. Yes, Megan. I have been seeing all over TikTok these hair straighteners. Ever since I got my hair cut, I still feel like I'm learning how to do my hair all mm-hmm. over again. Let me tell you, I have found one that works really well. It's um, from Tymo. Uh-huh. T-Y-M-O. Yes. And it is the company for getting the best type of straightener for everything your hair could possibly need. It's all over social media right now with products from $59.99 to top of the line straighteners. Each of their products are built to last and have so many options for whatever your hair needs are. So Karen and I received a couple of the products. Oh we gosh. got a so straightener and a blow dryer. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about the straightener because that's the one that I have used. It has a cordless design, which makes it so right. handy. You traveled with it. Yes. So it's great for getting a good hair reset on the go because it's so portable and convenient. It's called the Porta. It has this 3D comb design, which is enhanced by cutting edge MCH anionic technology. So you brush it through your hair, it straightens as it goes, and it pushes against this ceramic plate that gives a frictionless glide that promises to curb frizz by 50%. And I've totally seen that because my hair gets frizzy and this just really smooths it out. I really loved it. Okay, so I got the air hype. I'm obsessed with it. I have just like naturally 
curly, wavy hair. So it was a huge game changer for me. It dries your hair in half the normal time and it keeps your hair safe and shiny, which I noticed immediately. Mm -hmm. I didn't even need to straighten it afterwards. And usually I do because usually I have all those wild like curls left over. The wind power on this thing is intense. It's wild. Like I turned it up. I was like, let's play with these buttons. Okay. So it has three magnetic styling attachments. They're all amazing. You know how some blow dryers you get are like if you go to a hotel and there's a diffuser and you're like, oh my gosh, this is like tearing my hair to pieces and it's going to be so tangled. Not with this one. And it's magnetic. So it's great. So right now, you guys, our listeners can get 30% off their first order at timobeauty.com. T-Y-M-O beauty.com using the code WMM30. So that's just two M's. You guys know our codes usually have three. So just keep that in mind. So with so many great products to choose from, now's the time to upgrade your styling and curling kit. So go to tymobeauty.com and use the code WMM30 for 30% off your first purchase. Goodbye. Goodbye. Summer is the season of hot temperatures, outdoor adventures, and refreshing water activities. Summer is also the season of rough on your feet causing dry, cracked heels and toes. Introducing Babyfoot, the original exfoliation foot peel that contains 16 natural extracts formulated to remove dead skin cells in three easy steps. Apply the booties, relax for an hour, then wash your feet. In 14 days, you've got baby smooth skin and your feet have never been softer. Letting dead skin cells build up over time is hazardous to your foot health. Our professional-grade DIY products, like our original exfoliation foot peel, our men's foot peel, or our moisturizing mask, are some of the best foot care products on the market. Created with your foot health in mind. Pamper yourself with a spa day from the comfort and convenience of your own home with Babyfoot. If you want a chemical-free, easy-to-use exfoliating process from the company that created the original foot peel, it's time to treat yourself to Babyfoot. Go to babyfoot.com and use the code SUMMERFEET24 and get 20% off your first order with Babyfoot. That's babyfoot.com and use the code SUMMERFEET24. A few more hours go by. Oh my gosh! Bryce is still sitting Sitting there. there. What? I don't know. I What's feel, he doing? I feel so bad for him right now. Yeah. Because, like, whatever it is, he is does not want to go Paralyzed. He is just literally just like, home. and doesn't, but he's not going anywhere. Yeah. He's not going back. He's not going forward. He is just, like, stuck. So, it had to have been awful. This is just a kid. He's, what, 19? Yeah. <sighs> okay. He's parked in the same spot where he had been with the Yep. We know this because remember Christian from the auto shop? Yes, sweet little Christian. He drives past him and is like, that's right. Like, that's that's the guy. I know that kid. Yeah. And so he calls Bryce's parents because he has their number. <laughs> and he's like, listen, this Bryce is, is still amazing. here. He's parked on the side sweet of the road. Little Christian. I'll follow him to the interstate just to make sure he gets on it. I wonder how old Christian was. Was he like a sweet old man? I know. Um, or was he like in his early like 40s and mm-hmm. just like. The talk of the town because he's it. the nicest gentleman ever. I bet that's what it is. I bet it is. I bet he already has the keys to the city. I bet he does. I bet he is All the, the keys to the city. Every cities. city. Yeah. So now with Christian there watching, Bryce finally makes a move. He stops to get a soda at the gas station mm-hmm. and then he told Christian, I'm going to my parents' house. Christian follows Bryce to the interstate and followed him for about 10 miles. Oh. Finally, 13 hours after he'd arrived. So this is what? 10? Yeah. Bryce Lasquisa left Button Willow. When Christian was following him, he's like, everything seemed fine. Bryce, he's not driving erratically. Nothing seems weird. He followed him for 10 miles and then he called Bryce's parents and he was like, hey, he's on the interstate. He's headed toward Laguna Miguel. Okay. 
Over the next couple of hours, Bryce and his parents kept in contact over the phone where they're like, you know, name any landmarks or street signs as you go. Just like trying to keep track of where he is and how long it would take him to get home. Yeah. But he was like reluctant to do so. And he would be like, I just don't see any. At 1.50 in the morning, he tells his mom he's getting off the interstate. He wasn't able to tell her where he was, but he did have GPS. And according to the GPS, he was like, I should be home at about 3.30 in the morning. At 2.09 a.m., which is just 19 minutes later, he calls his parents again. And he's like, I'm just too tired to drive. Which, I mean, that's yeah. logical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good Lord. You've I'm been sitting gonna... in a car literally all day. <laughs> all day. So I'm just going to pull over and take a nap. Oh, God. And his parents are like, okay, well, if he's going to nap, I guess we'll just try to sleep too. And I'm like, get the car, go get him. <laughs> yeah, what? <sighs> but again, you, you just don't expect yeah. anything. The next morning, the doorbell rings. They're like, oh, thank God. Bryce is home. It's not Bryce. Oh, God. It's the California Highway Patrol. Okay. Bryce's car had been found wrecked and abandoned <gasps> on a paved access road leading to the Castaic Lake. Castaic Lake main boat ramp. Oh. It had plummeted down a 25-foot embankment oh before gosh. smashing onto the road below. All of Bryce's belongings were still in the car. His cell phone, his laptop, his duffel bag. His duffel bag had his clothes and his wallet in it. All of it's still there. But there's no sign of Bryce. And now his cell phone's there, so they can't see it. Bryce's parents call the police and report their son missing again. What? Now, Castaic, where that lake is, is about 90 miles north of Laguna Niguel. Okay. If you're on the interstate, you exit on the Lake Hughes Road, and it leads up a hill to the Castaic Lake uh-huh. Recreation Area. Okay. So you go up this hill, and there's a camera there that records the license plate of every car that goes up the hill. Oh. And so Bryce had called his parents at 2.09 to say, I'm too tired, I'm going to take a nap. At 2.15 a.m., that camera captures Bryce's car going up the hill. Okay. Now, there's no camera... That records the people going down the hill. It only records one okay. day. So he went up the hill at 2.15 a.m. And then at 4.29 a.m. he went up the hill again. So we don't know when he came down the first time. Yeah. So that we don't know, like, how long he was up there the first time or, like, what he did. Yeah, like, what's up there? Like, what are you doing? And then we don't know, like, why he went there or why he went back up a second time. What on earth? One article I read said... <laughs> Trying to figure out what he was doing was as tricky as nailing a jelly in a tree. Is that is that a saying? I'm from the South. <laughs> I know all the sayings. Like what kind of jelly? What I mean, a this? jelly would just smear onto Do you a tree. Nail jelly? Wouldn't, you wouldn't have to nail it. You just I think we're missing something. Rub it in. Someone's missing. I would it. say like a jello. Not Maybe a it's jello. a typo. I don't That's know. That's a great typo if it is. Anyway. I, yeah, I hope it is. It's 429 a.m. Bryce's car goes up the second time, okay. traveling towards the lake recreation area. That's 429. His wrecked car was discovered less than an hour later. Police were on the scene by 530 a.m. There was no sign of Bryce. There were also no witnesses. So, like, um, police had to sort of piece together. I mean, which is their job, obviously. Yeah, right. And was the evidence right. to figure out what happened. Yeah. So his tire tracks went up the hill and then they could tell that he entered an access area for a cell phone tower and they followed the tracks past the tower, which was located at the top of a steep embankment and then down the embankment. Hmm. Based on the evidence, it appeared that Bryce was in complete control of the car as it sped toward the ravine and then he continued to hit the accelerator the entire way down. 
So when police got to the scene, the car was lying on its side. A rear window had been smashed out from the inside, which they assumed Bryce did to get out of the car. Right. Remember earlier I said that all his stuff was there? Yeah. His duffel bag was laying on the ground next to that, next to the car. And it was like unzipped and it looked like someone had rummaged through it, which we assume oh, right. would have been Bryce. Police found a few drops of Bryce's blood in the front seat of the car, mm-hmm. but none near the broken rear window and none on the road outside the car. Hmm. There were also no drag marks or anything at all to indicate that he'd been hurt. Really. Right. There's a little bit of blood, but like yeah. nothing that's like, oh, he was really hurt really yeah, bad. He could have like, like busted his nose or something. So it looks like he'd purposely driven the car off the embankment, kicked out the rear window and climbed out, rummaged through his duffel bag for who knows what. Yeah. And walked away. Remember, this guy is the same guy at the beginning of the story. Called his mama. Yeah. To talk about how much he loves Has a good relationship with his parents. Super charismatic. Easily makes friends. Had just finished taking a summer class. Oh, shit. Like, working toward a future. Why did you even go back to school? And you got through the very first day of classes. Yeah. What in the world? Yeah. The search for Bryce's Pizza began immediately. There were hundreds of deputies and volunteers, as well as search and rescue crews, cadaver dogs, and divers involved. The search was done by foot, ATV, and helicopter, and they searched the hills, the lake, and the shoreline, and they found nothing. Nothing. Zero evidence whatsoever. Bryce's parents got on social media to spread the word and ask for help, and all sorts of people volunteered to help search. And there were missing posters printed and distributed everywhere. My gosh. Divers spent days in the lake but didn't find anything, and detectives concluded that Bryce was almost certainly not in the lake. While this search is going on, the detectives start interviewing Bryce's friends and family. Mm-hmm. Obviously, since the, le- the wreck looks intentional, they're like, is he suicidal? Yeah, what's going on? And his parents are like, absolutely not. Yeah. But remember, the people at school were like, something's up. Uh, yeah, he's drinking heavy and right. doing drugs. So when detectives... Detectives talked to his friend at school and learned about the sudden change in his behavior, the drinking hard liquor every day and mixing it with pills. Right. And it just really seems like there's something yeah. going on in his life yeah. that is troubling him. Uh, and this is just, I feel so bad. Like, and no one knew. Like, whatever it was, right. he did not feel like he could yeah. reach out to anyone. Yeah. I have such a, I just, I just think it's so sad. Right. I, I think it's sad anytime anyone feels lonely. Yeah. And like. This is a guy who was successful and had a lot of friends, had a yeah. girlfriend, had a, and he still apparently was dealing felt like with, he couldn't talk to Yeah. Him. Yeah. It's just, um, one thing that seemed like a big red flag, Bryce's roommate said that Bryce had given him his Xbox console and a few games, as well as some diamond earrings that had been a gift from his mother. Oh. And when he tried to give it to him, the roommate was like, I don't know. And Bryce just wouldn't take no for an answer. Yeah. That could have been a sign that Bryce knew he wasn't going to be around much longer to use these things. So, like, he gave them away. Right. I feel like that's a thing you hear about people yes. you know, who, who are contemplating yeah. suicide. But it's also, like, was that because he was suicidal or because he was just planning to, like, run away? Leave and everything. Leave? Yeah. So, the thing is, no body ever turned up. If he was so bound. And the dogs didn't track his scent to anything. Well, I'll get to that in just a okay. second. But, okay. like. <laughs> that didn't really go anywhere either. But yeah. he was so bound, determined to kill himself, and then like surprised himself by surviving yeah. the crash. It's not like he then went on to call his parents or right. something. It didn't give him a change of heart. So did he go on 
to commit suicide another way. Yeah. But even then, where's the body? Yeah, exactly. Um, when bloodhounds are brought in, they trace Bryce's scent moving away from the crash site and all the way to a truck stop. Oh, no. This led some people to believe that he had decided to walk away and start a new life. Yeah. Of course, his parents refused to believe this, saying that he would never do that to them. And the thing is, when investigators examined his life, they can't yeah. find any obvious reason. Yeah. For him to run away. He was a great kid. He wasn't in any legal trouble. He was doing well in school. He'd taken that summer class. Right. He had a good support system. Why would he want to start a new life and leave all yeah. of that behind? Yeah. And I also feel like I'm sure they investigated everything. So, like, if he had secrets, mm -hmm. he did a really good job of hiding. Yeah. Then there's also this possibility that Bryce experienced a head injury in the car accident, which left him unable to think straight or maybe could have made him forget who he was. I know. It's such a long shot. Yeah. Two weeks after the search began, it was scaled back. Police felt like they had thoroughly searched every possible place that Bryce could be and found nothing. There was no evidence that pointed in any specific direction, and they couldn't even be sure if Bryce was alive or dead. Hmm. They think if they could figure out what it was that he'd wanted to talk to his parents about. Remember when he talked to his mom while he was at Kim's and he was like, there's something I want to talk right. to your dad about. Right. They think that could be like the key. And yeah. I agree. Yeah. Because maybe whatever it is that was on his was mind. just eating him alive. However, his parents are like, no, whatever that was probably doesn't have any significance. And I'm just like, what do you mean? It clearly they just don't did. think it matters. so very stressed about it. I don't know. Months passed with no new leads. So the family hired a private investigator who specializes in missing persons cases. And she offered her services pro bono. Was it a psychic by did, did, did not Did not say. <laughs> she believed that Bryce had wanted to go home based on the coordinates plugged into his GPS. And that's a really good point. Yeah. Even at uh, so you know, he just one found this room that makes GPS it just pointing it? him home. I don't know. Huh. Like he was, <laughs> he was heading home. Yeah. And then something made him change his mind. And they ran like all his phone records and stuff. Yeah. I mean, because if you think about it, when he's on his phone with his parents in the middle of the night, he didn't yeah. have to be heading home. Yeah. They couldn't like live track him. Yeah. Right. So like he could have been saying, I'm heading your way and going anywhere. Yeah. Anyway, the PI thinks that Bryce suffered a head injury as a result of the crash and left him disoriented. Fine. But why did he crash in the first place? Exactly. What, was, what was going was on say, that like, led him to that point? What? Like, when he's sitting in Button Willow, like, there clearly were issues then, not just Yeah, the, the mystery crash. doesn't start at the crash. the crash. Yeah. The mystery starts with what him leaving. What yeah. is happening. Yeah. She also theorized that he could have suffered a psychotic break as a result of his drug use, resulting in his erratic behavior. Oh, yeah. In August of 2015, the Les Pisa family hired a sonar specialist to search the lake using sound waves to generate images of the lake bottom. Oh, they believed that if Bryce had been suicidal, he would have entered the deep water at Government Cove. Nothing was wrong. Hmm. No weird creatures. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the giant eel catfish. Eel <laughs> In the nearly eight years since Bryce has disappeared, there has not been a single confirmed sighting of him. What? All of his information is in the National Missing Persons database, and his fingerprints, dental records, and DNA are all on file. So if his body had ever turned up anywhere, it should have been yeah. identified as him. Yeah. For what it's worth, while investigators initially believed that Bryce committed suicide, it seems now that most of them believe he chose to leave his life behind and start a new life somewhere else that he doesn't want to be found. The Las Pisa family, of course, does not believe this theory. 
Although they do also think he's alive. Yeah. They are just, they believe he suffered a head injury that left him with amnesia, which could explain why he's never reached out to his family. And I, I don't remember that story I did on amnesia a while back. Yeah. One of the things I remember reading then is that memory is the slowest thing to heal after a brain mm-hmm. injury. But like the kind of amnesia that lasts for years and years is really rare. Right. And wouldn't there be a story of some guy who I didn't remember who yeah. he was? Yeah. I mean, this happened recently enough ago that it would blow up on social media. Right. There's, there's this law. There's this guy. He doesn't know who yeah. he is. I mean, I just feel like maybe there aren't enough people who know Bryce's story. No. I feel like if you saw his picture, he has bright red hair mm-hmm. and blue eyes. Okay. And I just think like if you saw his picture, it would stick with you and you would recognize him if you yeah. saw him again. Of course, he could always dye his hair. Who knows? Right. So Bryce Lespisa has been missing since August 30th, 2013. At the time, he was 5'11 and weighed around 170 pounds with blue eyes and bright red hair, which he normally kept very short. He was last seen wearing a blue and white checkered shirt, a pair of white cargo shorts, and white Nike sneakers with red trim. He had a large tattoo on his right shoulder of a bull's head and his birth date in Roman numerals. The Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department is still actively searching for Bryce's whereabouts. If you have any information, please call them at 323-890-5500. So then I went to Reddit. I was going to say, this sounds like one of those whole podcast seasons that you can turn it into. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So on Reddit, and I didn't, like, I didn't quote any of this. I don't, I don't know how much credence to give any of it. Because it's Reddit. It's Reddit. And anybody can say anything and anybody can claim to be anybody, right? But if you go look this up on Reddit, there are people who are like, I knew him. I knew his family. That family is not as wholesome, great as you would think. And I don't think they weren't saying that like his parents were abusive or anything. Right. Just that they were maybe a little more controlling than you let on. Yeah. And that they wouldn't, they fully were like, he ran away. Yeah. Uh, he, he had to escape it. But I'm also like, you know, there are people in the world who are going to go on the internet for no reason at all. Right. Oh, yeah. And just like tell a big lie because they want to. They want attention. I don't understand. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what you get out of that. Yeah. But I mean, it is something to consider. And it is really bizarre to me. His parents never just like got in the car and drove to go get yes. him. Yes. And I don't know if it's just they were like, again, you never think this is going to happen. Uh-huh. But again, this wasn't that long ago. If he decided to walk away from his life and disappear. Ow. Yeah. But also, <laughs> maybe the police do know where he is. You know what I hope? I hope that he fell in love with Christian and he was like, I'll be right back. Well, there another, are. Like, that's another talk on Reddit. Is that people are like, I think he was gay. He couldn't tell his parents. He ran away. But also, again, I don't know. Oh, How much I do love, you believe what I people say Christian on Reddit? So much that I love Christian I hope so much. That he too. just went back for him. Maybe my nose, Christian. You just tell him. He's yeah, great. I mean, Christian. I hope he's you great. have a family and children. That's you know, you do you. But I just really hope that you found true love. <laughs> I hope so too, Christian. I hope you're happy. And Bryce, I hope you're happy. Yeah, like, that's that was reach out say. to us. I do. <laughs> just tell me. I just won't tell, tell anyone. Us. Yeah, I don't. We're good secret keepers. I don't. Um, I'm like, could he be in the witness protection program? Did he right. see something? Yeah. Or, like I said, maybe the police did find him and he was like, I don't, don't want home. you to tell my parents where I am. And yeah. maybe they... They had to honor it yeah. because he was of sound mind. But I think at that point, wouldn't they tell his parents he's we, located and he wants you not to leave him alone? Yeah. Or he That's what you would alive. think, that he's safe and alive, but we can't tell you where he's at. I feel like, I feel like that's something they would do. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the story of the disappearance of Bryce's Pizza. Jeez, I oh, Pete. <laughs> feel like 
and maybe it's just hopefulness. I feel like he is still out there. Chose to disappear. Yeah. But I also think that about Maura Murray and people like rip me apart online when I say that. But I do. I think. No, I feel like the same. Yeah. I feel like she's still alive. I feel like she's either in the witness protection program or she's just peaced out. The witness protection program. It's a great answer for everything. Everything. That and alien fairies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeti force fields, alien created force fields. Uh, anyway, thank you, Morgan, for reminding me yes. of that story. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, thanks, guys. Yeah. And if, if you, you go ahead. if you have any other stories that you want to share with us, just reach out. We will add it to our list. Yes. And I feel like we haven't said this in a while. If you are enjoying the podcast and you would like to leave us a review, please do so. Yes. If you're not enjoying the podcast, just go you don't need to leave just us a review. Keep going. Just keep going. Just keep flipping along. All right. We love you guys. We do so much. Goodbye. Goodbye.